What's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show of the Frisco Report with my co-host, Cowboys Corner, Mike in the house. What's going on, Mike? You ready to talk some Cowboys football tonight with the gang? Yeah, let's do it. Do the Frisco Report back in full effect. Back in full effect, man. We have a lot of topics to discuss with you guys. It's it's going to be a, a jam-packed show today. Um, you know, the week one fallout continues. Um, just a lot of little tidbits coming out here. Uh, we'll talk about the Deck Prescott injury, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, we'll talk about Tyre Smith, Mike McCarthy, and and so on and so forth. So yeah, man, that uh, that intro, you know, a lot of people like it. I love it. You know, it's, uh, I, I I made that for this this upcoming season of the Frisco Report, and um, we saw nothing of that in Week One, Mike. There were no highlights to be found outside of Michael Parsons doing what he does, <laughs> getting after the quarterback. Yeah, number 11 repped out today. It, it, it is what it is. He's the best player on the team, bro. But, uh, yeah, Mike, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm good. I So, behind the scenes, Joe, we, we normally don't, like, do a week in advance of topics, right? Like, I, I don't even know the topics usually until I come on the show. But Joe gave me a highlight because there's so much to talk about tonight of the categories. And I, we're going to talk about this topic later but I, I was in shock. I'm still in shock. I heard this news really late. And so right now I'm just in shock mode. Shout out to everybody on this dual stream on Cowboys block side and on my side here on Cowboys Corner. Shout out to everybody in the comment section. If we don't hit your comments, we have a little box over here to our right. That thing moves because there's two channels. So if we miss your comment and we're not paying attention to our individual comments, do apologize. Just letting you guys know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And without further ado, Mike, let's get into it. Dak Prescott injury. It was discovered, you know, this happened in the towards the end of the game, unfortunately. A fractured bone in, in the thumb. You know, the initial news was that it was six to eight weeks or whatever. Good old Jerry Jones opening up his mouth says he could be back in four weeks. Mike, what's your what's your thought process on that? Uh, on the injury news here, is this already Jerry Jones trying to push Dak ahead of schedule? I mean, what what is your thought on on Jerry Jones saying that it could be four weeks here? Is that realistic? Uh, I believe Michael Gelkin tweeted some type of injury. Michael Gelkin gave the update, uh, and I can't remember exactly what he said. But the the bone that was broke wasn't a big concern as what Russell Wilson broke uh, last year. So there, there's a difference between the break of the area that it happened in. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But that was the good news coming out of surgery. Was Initially, they thought it was the Russell Wilson break, but it wasn't. So initially, the doctor went in there, did whatever he had to do to clean it up, et cetera. So 
If Michael Gelkin's backing it, I'm with it. It, it is reasonable. It is, as long as the stitches that he has in there heals up and that bone's good to go, it, it's very possible. It, it really is. Yeah, I I, uh, I have to say that I, I don't really trust this <laughs> only because Cowboys have a history of rushing players out here. Tony Romo, the best example, rushing back, boom, out again. So yeah, four weeks just seems really early to me. You know, he just had the surgery. <laughs> To me, I feel like you would have to uh, rehab, rehab, you know, and, and throw the ball, sling the ball around. I just don't know <laughs> that four weeks is realistic to me. But, you know, we'll see what happens, Mike. But, you know, in the meantime, what do you think, that, what do you think is going to happen here as far as the Cowboys record goes? Fort Cooper Rush taking the realm. Let me know, guys, if I sound a little louder on your guys' end. I had a comment saying I sound a, a little low. Um, the record. Okay. You got to look at the schedule, right? I mean, with the Bengals, they got a really good defense. Um, I was talking to my wife yesterday. I was just so frustrated yesterday after work. I even called you, Joe. And I was like, mm-hmm. um, I was like, what's your thoughts now? And I know that you digested it. Because I, I told my wife yesterday, I said, I don't know if we're going to pick up a first down on Sunday. I was like, I honestly don't know if we're going to pick up a first down. They don't know how to run the football, right? Last time Cooper Rush uh, started for the Cowboys was last year, December. He had 324 yards. Uh, so he did a lot of passing, right? They don't know how to run the football. So I don't know. That, that Bengals defense is a lot better than the Vikings defense from last year to this year. Um the Giants, they, you know, they, they're looking really good. Put, pull, pull up that schedule for me, Joe. Right. So we got the Bengals, the Giants, the Commanders, and then it sounds like he's going to come back in between the Rams or the Eagles game. One of those games. So if I'm, if I'm looking at this and Dak can't come back between the Rams and the Eagles game, I, I we might win one game. It all depends on a, a Turpin. Can score some points for us. So it looks like Mike is having some audio issues over here. Um, Mike, you still there? Oh, I think we might have lost. We might have lost Mike there. Um, yeah, man. So we'll wait for Mike to get back here. But yeah, man. Um, to me, I'm 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 going with the six to eight weeks. You know what I mean? Well, maybe six weeks, right? So that's uh, the bye week happens for the Cowboys, kind of right right in the middle of the season. So for me, maybe maybe it is going to be four five weeks, whatever. But for me, let 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 that hand get strong and let that grip where he can throw it, sling it around. I wouldn't rush him, you know what I mean. Now, if this team is is competitive and and we're winning with Cooper Rush, maybe that timeline accelerates and you get Dak back in here. But if you're taking on a bunch of losses in between now and then, don't rush him, man. Just just get to the bye week, get to the bye week, and then you know, and then bring him back after the bye week and and see how much damage has been done. You know what I mean? So. Um, we'll have to see what happens there with the schedule, bro. But uh, it's uh, it's not looking good, man. I mean, 
uh, you know, the comments in, in the chat box, you know, even with Dak Prescott, Mike, this team was very anemic. You know what I mean? So we need we need to get into that. Even with Dak Prescott, you know, and I know it's the Bucks, but uh, what is your thought, Mike? Do 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 they win any games on here with, with uh, Cooper Rush? Did y'all hear anything I said? I don't know what happened. No, nah, you were no, you were like in some Matrix. Sounded like the Matrix. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, no. I mean, Joe put up the schedule. It's uh, Bengals, um, Giants. Commanders and the Rams, right, and the Eagles. So if, if if that comes back between the Rams and the Eagles, I'm, uh, I think we maybe win one game. I'm being honest, and I'm looking at that Washington Commander game as a win. It's it's about it all depends on how bad this defense wants it, right? Can Turpin put up points? Can this defense put up points? Can this defense put us on the Bengals forty yard line, all the way up to the goal line? Can Turpin put us there? It all depends on this field position because last week's field position, even with Dak Prescott, really sucked. Do we depend on Brad Maher? Do we settle for threes? That might be the case. But uh, I'm looking for Turpin. I'm looking for pick sixes, fumble recoveries, things of that nature to go in there and and, and get us some points. Don't be shocked if the defense and Turpin has points in the offense collectively because I don't know if we pick up a first down with this offense. I told my wife the other day, I was on the phone with you yesterday because I was still digesting it. And I was like, what's your what's your other thoughts, right? What's your other what's your other takes from this besides negative? Give me something positive. So I told my wife, I said, I don't know if they're picking up a first down against the Bengals with this offense. I really don't. <laughs> Just because we've seen how bad it was. Um, and then Devin White talked about how bad, how how how, how they knew the scheme going into it. So it's scary, yeah. dude. It's scary. Yeah, I, I heard that that too about uh, Devin White and um you know, this is something that has been echoed for several years now. Even when we had Garrett, they're like, oh, we know the cause. We were already calling it. Like, that just shows that we're still using the Garrett verbiage and all this bull crap, Mike. And, and we'll talk about Mike McCarthy here in a little bit. But the verbiage hasn't changed. It's still the Garrett offense. The whole league knows the offense. It's so predictable. Um, oh, we're going to use – we're going to use Tony Pollard and Zeke and this and that. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. They had Pollard out here getting destroyed <laughs> in pass right protection. I mean, they just don't know what they're doing. And and, and it's it's Kellen Moore. They, they got to can him. I mean, if this was any other team, he would have been gone from First of all, he wouldn't have been made the OC. Oh, let, let us take a back, our third string backup quarterback and make him the OC. You're right. It's a freaking joke, bro. It's a freaking joke. But yeah, man, uh, Cooper Rush. You got, we got the Bengals. We got the Giants, who who had a um, a gritty game. They they pulled out that win there. Washington. I mean, it looks like they have their offense came alive there. Uh, the Rams. Who knows what that's going to be? Uh, Eagles. I mean, all the the conference games are always very very hard games. None of them are easy, but. You know, with the way that the Cowboys' offense looked, nobody could, within the right mind, unless you're a total homer, say, oh, we got this. We're going to win. Like, it's scary how bad that offense looked, bro. I mean, it, it was terrible, Mike. Like, what is the biggest concern for you? Like, let, let's just say that Dak Prescott was still here and, you, and you're going to, to these games. What 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 happened? I'm concerned with Terrence Steele and all those penalties, right? 
Oh, yeah, I a lot of penalties. Back to back to back to back. So I'm concerned about, okay, let's say we do pick up a first down. Is Terrence Steele going to be holding something, or is he going to be false starting something, right? I mean, it literally went from Connor Williams, bam, to Terrence Steele in a blink of a season. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at penalties. I'm looking at C.D. Lamb here, Joe, right? I was told this guy could be a number one. I got blocked on Twitter by multiple people because we debated – I said he wasn't. They said he was a number one wide receiver. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, everybody. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Mike, this was going to be his first year as the, you know, the heir to the number one, and it flopped. It was a complete flop. Him and this wide receiver core was a complete utter flop. They deactivated. They didn't even have your third-round selection active for this game, so it's like, you look at this from the outside and you're like, are they doing everything they can to lose these games? I'm like, 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 what is this? Like, this is this astonishing front office bumbling all the way through. It, it, it looks like it's on purpose at this point. Like, they're, they have a plan that they haven't revealed to the fans. But, you know, something, something's up. <laughs> no, there's no plan here. This is what they believed in. Oh, mentioned when when I seen the inactive report, Joe, and I seen Jalen Tobert on there, and not Simi Fajoko, who didn't even play till the fourth quarter, Joe. Why inactive when you can get Jalen Tobert, who don't have any chemistry with Dak Prescott? They didn't play a preseason game. They went hard in joint practices to merit not playing in the preseason, right? They look like they needed a pre. That game looked like a preseason game on offense. It looked like Will Greer, Ben Danucci, and Cooper Rush was out there playing. And but the only difference was there was a number four out there before he got hurt, right? Yeah. And, and so you look at how they attacked this offseason, how they attacked yeah. uh, the preseason. They completely failed. Get Jalen Tolbert in here, quick bull crap, and you, you invested. What? Who? Will McClay is overrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, he the whole front office, including McClary, they do. Like everybody's got to take a part in this. Nobody is is uh, immune to this utter complete failure. Sam Williams barely played. I don't even know if he played. I know he was on special teams supposedly. That jersey was pure white. No no marks on it. They didn't even use the second round pick. Mike, you and I talked about this. If you guys weren't, if if Dallas wasn't gonna use your second and third rounders in this game. They should have leveraged those picks and moved up in the first and got somebody of other of premier. But man, it's it's some crazy stuff. But back to back to CD Lamb, Mike um, didn't didn't look like a number one here. Didn't 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 take over. You know, obviously he was double teamed and um, and this sorts of thing. But the scheme didn't help. You know, they you don't Kellen Moore just cannot scheme for crap, Mike. But I think a lot of pressure, Mike, too, has, has been placed on, on C.D. Lamb. He, you know, when he came into the league, he wanted to be number 10. He was kind of pressured into being 88. There was a commercial during the game, <laughs> and he even said, oh, oh, at first I didn't want it. and then But then I talked to Michael Irvin, and, you know, and then he talked me into it. I'm like, I just don't. I just don't think that CD's a dog like the level of a Michael Urban or Des Bryant. You know what I mean? I think he's a really, really good wide receiver, but he he definitely requires 
another guy opposite of him, Mike. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. and there's nothing wrong with that, but he's he's just the pressure is just immense. You're 88. You're going to be the number one receiver, but we're not going to give you somebody to help you out until Gallup comes back, and he'll catch a badass pass. But is Gallup going to get up? Like it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a scary scenario for the for the long term of this team, Mike. No, immediately, Joe, during this game, the moping that C.D. Lamb displayed on Sunday Night Football was ridiculous. If you're going to act like – if you're going to want to be a number one wide receiver, act like it. Des Bryant faded out because of all his nuances on the sidelines. It was all passion. But what C.D. Lamb displayed, Joe, was not passion. It was straight crybaby B-word stuff. It was it was it was embarrassing. Your your little body language and your play, yeah. to me, that's a fifth depth wide receiver. It was garbage. He played garbage. He couldn't beat blanket coverage. He like April Shower said it. You said it. You need a number one in here to compliment because C D Lamb at this stage of his career has not shown us that he can be a number one. I don't care about the catches. I don't care about the yards. He, Amari Cooper was here. Right, he was targeted ten times and only came up with two with two catches. Listen, at the end of the day, if C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott cannot get on the same page, there is no reason to keep C.D. Lamb here. Trade him and get draft capital. Period. I just, I just want to see what's next here. You know, what I mean, Cooper Rush. He did have the good game there with Minnesota, and he was able to hit Amari Cooper in that game, you know, and that we won the game. But we don't have Cooper now, so what's the rapport going to be with Cooper Rush and Lamb now in these in the committee? It's a wide receiver committee right now, Mike. And uh, you know, we, we we've been saying this, Joe, since yeah. we traded Amari Cooper. That's why we do the Frisco report, guys. Yeah, it it, it is, you know, and and we all want to be positive and and have a a good outlook, but. It was all on paper. The offseason's not here anymore. The preseason's not here. There's no more of this, oh, relax. It's early. It's it here. Counts. And we look we look in trouble, bro. Um, you know, so what do they do at wide receiver? Do, do they just let this thing play out? Are they going to panic somewhere along the way and do a crazy trade like they did every couple of years? They, they trade for a wide receiver, multiple picks, right? Who Who, who might it be this year? You know, are, are they going to wait for Odell to get healthy and then sign him? Like, what is in the cards here for the wide receiver, Mike? Do you think they're just going to roll with what they have right now, Mike? Yeah, they're going to roll what they have. They they keep talking about Michael Gallup checking all the boxes. Uh, they know James Washington's timeline, so they're going to just they're going to roll with these guys because they know oh Michael Gallup's coming back. Well, guess what? Michael Gallup came back last year and the offense still sucked suck it up against uh, really good playoff teams, right? Uh, show me Michael Gallup in Tampa Bay week one uh, this year. I don't think he would have made a difference. They shut us down. Why? Because they knew our playbook. They knew what we we're going to go do. So it takes creativity, right? And it takes scheming around a certain player. Like literally they're running Tampa two and nobody's attacking the middle of the field. Absolutely nobody. Dak Prescott is a yes man. I don't believe he's capable of learning a playbook. That's why they keep this one in place. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, they're they're scared to move away from this offense, and I think it's because Dak Prescott. I don't. They don't. I don't think they're confident in him to learn another playbook. 
There's definitely something going on here with, with the offense, the playbook. Um, you know, the Joneses, it's something that's just, just not up to snuff. So uh, don't want to be a dead horse on this. But, uh, yeah, Cowboys, you know, they, they need to think about the future, you know, at, at quarterback. You know, and it, it's not about being a hater or nothing like this. When Romo was going through this injury-prone phase of his career, which I think that's where Dak is at, uh, he's had the freak, the freak injury, but you know it, it's it's the the freak injury, the lat here, the ankle, you know, uh, what was it? The ankle again flared up, oh, and then now, the now the thumb. Yeah, so. Start starting to mount up, man. He's he's not a, he's not a young man anymore. You know these years fly like that. I mean, 2016 seems like it was years ago now. You know, look what at I mean? Tony Romo's track record: broken yeah. pinky, lack yep. uh, broken rib, broken collarbones, yep. broken back. The little stuff adds up, Joe. Uh, yeah, it does. And uh, and the front office 100 gets the blame. I this front office just keeps doing what they do. Every there's cycles, like I said, there's 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 a cycle. They they fix one part, but the other part. So the offensive line, you know, um, you know, it's still they're still trying to figure it out. But let's talk about this offensive line, Mike. I think we did have a little bit of a bright spot here, and that was the play of Tyler Smith at left tackle. You know, um, I like what he did out there. You know, I mean, he he, he wasn't a liability in my opinion. I thought that. Uh, he mauled some people. He finished his blocks a lot of the time. Uh, ran people off the screen. I mean, he he looked pretty good out there, Mike. What what? How do you and everybody out there feel about Tyler Smith's job there, Week One versus Tampa Bay? It wasn't perfect by any means, but it's a rookie's first game, and I liked what I saw. He can learn from a lot of mistakes. He was he went to go double team uh, with uh, with uh, Forniak there uh and he missed a a free on blitzer that's stuff you can fix right um but i i, I gotta give him a seven out of ten it was a rookie first game he missed some things he got that sacked a couple of times but uh, that's mental errors he needs to watch film he can clean that up i don't think he had a penalty what was all this talk about oh he was so penalized in college oh my god i didn't get a penalty from tyler smith he gets a seven out of ten from me yeah, no, that, I, yeah, you're right. Um, I think that's a fair number too, man. You know, rookie Tampa Bay, pretty aggressive defense, stunts, blitzes. He looked pretty good, man. He looked pretty good out there. Obviously, we we lost McGovern, Farniak. I thought held up. But, um, I thought Farniak there. was great. Yes. So that that might be a hidden gem there for you because th this is Connor McGovern's contract year. So if you're gonna move on from him. You might you might already have that guy there on the team with, with uh, Farniak. So, you know, high ankle sprain for McGovern. So he's going to be out for a while. You know, that's like usually like a four to six week injury, high ankle sprain. Right, that variety is not not the good one. But uh, yeah, man, I, I thought he looked good there, and uh, I just want to see more reps of him there. You know what I mean? And and if he just gets those reps and looks good there. You know, I, I think you have your your future there. You don't have to worry about the Tyron Smith yearly injuries. You know, triple bubble wrapping Tyron Smith during the preseason. You know, I'm I'm ready to move on there. You know what I mean? And if he if he excels there at left tackle, keep him there. 
and then figure out guard. You know what I mean? Maybe whenever um, Peters, whenever Peters is, is up to snuff, maybe think about even looking at him at guard. You know, have a mammoth presence there next to Biatish, and can to and, and and let Smith thrive at the left tackle and just you know keep doing what he's doing. You know. No, no, I, I, you know that could be there, but talking about hitting a hidden Jim and Forniak, I really thought Forniak coming in there. He's been running with the twos all week, coming in there playing as good as he played. I really thought, hey, like you're right, Joe. This could be a, hit, a hidden Jim with Matt Forniak, who we talked about a, a center guard rotation back in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm saying, Danny. So. That's why I don't I don't listen to Jerry Jones. He's always gonna give you like the most optimistic BS. And and maybe, like I said, he's gonna force him to get out there earlier than he should. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, high ankle sprain, not good, not good at all. Um the rest of the offensive line, like Michael, you covered it, you know, it wasn't a good showing by a steal with the penalties. That wasn't good. Um now you know, we keep talking about, you know, Devin Smith, the playbook. You know, they, they know it. The whole league knows the, the playbook. Who doesn't know the playbook, Mike? This was revealed by Brian Broaddus, suggested that uh, Mike McCarthy doesn't know the playbook and the verbiage. That's why he take over or want to take over the play calls. I thought this uh, revelation was very astonishing to me, Mike. And uh, another black eye, another broken tooth. <laughs> what, what's your take on this? Joe, can you explain to everybody what my reaction was? Because you, I first heard it from you. So, what was my reaction? You were lo for lost for words. You didn't say anything, really. <laughs> I was lost for words, and we've been on for twenty-seven minutes, so I was able to process some of this stuff. This was, but yeah. if you've been here since the first of the show, this is what I was so shocked on. I was <laughs> lost for words, and yeah. it makes so it makes so much sense to me. If you watch my video. After the game, you would see that I compared Mike McCarthy and a bag of rocks. To and if they took a football IQ test, they would both score the same. And now because Kellen Moore is calling zebra X tango to the left, a Y option on two, right? And Mike McCarthy's like this. I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> That's why he looks so clueless on the sidelines, Joe. It's, it's it's very damning, bro. I think it's one of the biggest revelations. I've heard here about this team alone, but but it's 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 very sad, and it's just like, well, it's gonna just be that much easier for this team to move on from from McCarthy. I mean, come on, man, how, how can he not know the verbiage? Like, <laughs> so that basically means we are stuck with a former third string quarterback calling our plays. Like, this, this playbook sucks. Like that first drive, Mike. Like the stupid back to back. You know, gimmick plays that didn't do anything. It was a. It was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still lost for words. I mean, it, it is. It, but it, I'm, it, not, it, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. Mike McCarthy went into the press conference. Went, or excuse me, went into the interview talking about he watched every Dallas Cowboy play. Then he gets to the cow the Cowboys press conference to meet him for the first time. I lied. I didn't watch it. I wanted a job. Then he's been on this team for two years during a pandemic where he was limited to his players, had plenty of time to learn the playbook and the verbiage, and he talked about it, the verbiage. They want to keep the verbiage the same. 
Well, Mike McCarthy, you're going to have to learn it because if Kellen Moore stubs a big toe and has to get surgery and he has to be in the hospital for three days because he got a staph infection, who's going to call the plays, right? Mike McCarthy, you got to learn it, bud. And you've been here two years. This is your third season with the Dallas Cowboys. He needs to be fired today. Yeah, and 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 it's part of the reason why I actually liked the idea of McCarthy coming here. I thought, oh, here comes the 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 high octane West Coast high attacking offense. You know what I mean? That that you see in in um in San Francisco, you see in in Green Bay. We don't have any of that. We're we're not running any kind of West Coast concepts here. It's still the Garrett bullcrap. And the whole league knows the playbook, except it's, the it's head more coach. Scott Linehan bullcrap. <laughs> except the head coach, bro. Like, it's freaking ridiculous, bro. Like, it's 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 a circus right now, man. It's just, uh, you know, at, at at this point, it's like you know, and, and and if you do at some point elevate Quinn, you're still gonna be stuck with this idiot over here making the stupid play calls. So for me, if this season ends on a sour note, bro, clean the whole thing out. Bring Except bring your, bring your boy in here and uh, let let's go to work, man. Make because I'll tell you what, right now, right now, Mike. Before the before the season started, they said that Sean Payton's targets were Miami, Philly, the Cowboys, and I think there was a fourth team. Right now, Miami looks pretty damn good. The Eagles they might end up looking good. So those two teams probably won't do anything with their head coaches. That leaves. Dallas as just like a prime landing spot for this guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to get ahead of myself. And I know you some know people some people are against the idea full, no, I'm, fully. I'm, I'm against it. I'm against but it fully. I'm thinking that uh the the stars are kind of aligning right now for this. I mean, just everything that's happening right now, bro, with with the just just Mike McCarthy thing just blows my mind, dude. I'm just like, well, why are you <laughs> Why are you like even here right now if you don't even know what the hell? So, Mike, let me ask you this: Does Mike McCarthy survive these next, let's say, eight weeks to the bye week? Does he I is think, he still here? I think he is. Unfortunately, I said in my my my, my video after no, I said in the Dak injury video that this saves Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy for another year, and I was I, I got to stick to it. I said it so. Um, I, I wish it wasn't the case, but uh, I seen somewhere I can't remember, but uh, they were talking about exit interviews, and there and Mike McCarthy's like, I haven't had Dak, you know, this isn't fair, you know, da, 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 da. and you know we know how loyal Jerry Jones is to contracts. He let Jason Garrett's contract expire. He didn't fire him. He let that contract expire, and so I really think that he's going to let Mike McCarthy's contract. Expire. We might have him for the full five years. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just I just think that uh, that the the notion of him wanting Sean is going to happen. You know, there was the rumor that at one point he actually tried to trade for him at one off season, a couple off season, but I forgot what it was, what the story was. So something something I remember, happened. I remember that. I remember something that. happened and it didn't go through or whatever. So mm -hmm. I do. Um, but Wade Phillips, um, yeah, Mario Wade Phillips, I think, is an example. He got an extension, got canned. So, like, you know, it's it is very possible that he doesn't finish it out. And just well, this this dangling over him, everything we heard in, in the offseason about, you know, 
just kept bringing it up to the point where even Mike McCarthy had to bring it up on, uh, you know, uh, a couple of talk shows, you know, with, with Rich Eisen, he had to address it a couple of times. Like it's, it's out there, like it's there. And all this stuff is just the perfect storm. In my opinion, I, honestly, I'll be shocked if at the end of the season, this doesn't happen. My, 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 my scare, the thing that does scare me though, is if we have a high pick, and these these idiots trade trade a high pick for them, that's that's the thing that does. They're gonna they're gonna do it. The Saints are gonna let them go for cheap. But here here, dude, I just thought of this because my brain is still on. He don't know the playbook. He called this the Cowboys offense once upon a time. Yeah, he did. Yep. He he called it the Cowboys offense. He said this is the Cowboys offense. Yeah. What if he didn't want Kellen Moore? In the OC role, so he's like, I'm not gonna do it. Let him fail. He's gonna, he's the one that's gonna get fired. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I I think about a lie, dude. He called it the Cowboys offense. He yeah. didn't say our offense. He said the Cowboys offense. Now with this report coming out, you can put the puzzle pieces together. You can put the puzzle pieces together, and it's it's not looking like a good uh, picture <laughs> when everything's said and done. No, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> Man, it, it, it's a it's a crazy uh, start to the season. You know, could can they turn it around, Mike? Let's. Is there any way that Cooper Rush has some kind of miraculous, you know, swing and has a better rapport? You know, I mean, and then wins a couple of games here. Is that possible? It, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna be real honest. It's gonna be really hard. I talk about the the Cooper and Vikings game. But Cooper, Amari Cooper, was in that game, and yeah. he was the difference maker. Yeah, it was. After the performance that I've seen with C.D. Lamb, uh, Dennis Houston is my guy. I was rooting for him all season. Simi Fajoko, uh, they didn't install Turpin. They got too cute in the backfield, which you're going to see more cutery from Kellen Moore. I, I honestly don't think Cooper Rush can win a ball game, dude. I I, I don't think he – I don't I, – I really think we ain't winning anything. I, I don't even have the confidence that we're going to pick up a first down. Yeah, we were the only team this week that did not score a touchdown. Like, that's sad. Like, I mean, it's just incredible how fast, you know, the number one offense last year, dead last, dead, dead last right. And we're number 32, you know what I mean? Uh, they abandoned the run when the run was working. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Like, <laughs> what is this, bro? Like, is this a freaking uh, joke? Like, are we getting like pranked? <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's it. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do. You know. Uh, you remember when was it? Twenty fifteen, right? We had this similar issue. That uh, Romo, I think, after week four, the Atlanta game or whatever it was, right? He got knocked out or. Or was it? Yeah, was it? Against the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, so they brought in Matt Castle, and then I think he got dinged up, and it was it was just a mess, man. So I'm wondering, you know, they talked about bringing in a, a third veteran quarterback. You know, I, I haven't heard um, who that might have been. Mike, have you heard any any news on that? I know we got Will Greer still on the practice squad. No, but... Michael Gelkin said there was – yeah, Michael Gelkin said there's no transactions today. No transactions today. Now, I did hear that they're out on Jimmy G, which is, you know, that was one rumor there. Um, so, you know, you can forget about that. 
which is unfortunate because I, I think Jimmy G has the credentials to do it, and he can pick up this easy playbook. This playbook is so basic that, yes, Jimmy G could come in here day one. Oh, this is all y'all are doing? I got this, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it's it, it's just more of the Joneses having some kind of weird plan this year, going all the way to the offseason. Like, so, yeah, go ahead, Mike. So here's the thing with Jimmy G. He, he has a no trade clause. So if if the Jimmy G trade don't happen, it's strictly on Jimmy G if he wants to come to Dallas or not. And it's not going to happen. Who the hell wants to come to Dallas? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it um, unless the unless the contract is big enough, but these guys don't pay, bro. These guys don't want to pay. So um, we'll they see. There's, there's no success here. There's, there's nothing. Like, who wants to come to Dallas? Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how week two goes. You know, does week does week two show any kind of improvement, you know, or does it show another repeat, a lackluster performance? I think if you get the latter, <laughs> like another lackluster performance. It might show a – I mean – Man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really really crazy around here. I'm telling you, like, if we get another performance like that against the Bengals, Mike, what do you think's ha- What do you think happens, bro? Nothing, nothing at all. Jerry Jones gonna walk all man. We capitals. We gotta do better. We gotta vasectomize a mosquito. Like that's all it's gonna be. He, he he made it look like he was so mad walking in the locker room after Sunday night, and then he's on the radio talking stupid shit about Dak Prescott's health and, and Connor McGovern's health and J. Ron Kurt's health, and he don't care. Jerry Jones was multiple Super Bowls off the field, but not on it. He got into the Hall of Fame not for a general manager, but for an owner. Yeah. I think the line is seven. I think it was like – I think with Dak it was uh, – we were uh, – you know, three, but with Dak out now, the Bengals have the favor for, uh, you know, seven, seven point favorites in this game, uh, which I think is, you know, being kind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Maher, yeah. I mean, no, not with, our defense. not with our defense. I mean, the defense, God bless the defense, bro. I mean, Michael Parsons playing, playing his heart out. Uh, I thought LVE had a great game. Uh, Jaron Curse until he got hurt, unfortunately. But good thing we have good depth there at safety, so <clears throat> they're going to earn their money now. But, you know, Mike, um, I did start to see the defense kind of gas out a little bit, which which is the one thing I am afraid of, these quick three and outs. Even if your defense is badass, you know, that it's, it's going to take a toll. You know, th- those body shots, long-term KO in the fourth quarter. So, uh Offense needs to do their part, man. They got to have some longer drives. They got to come away with touchdowns, bro. Like, this field goal crap around here has been happening, you know, for, for, for a while now, man. I mean, there there are a couple teams that we blew out, you know, last year. We had a couple of 40 burgers here and there. But we're back to the three burger, bro. The, I mean, raise your hand. If you were really nervous when Brett Maher went out there and kicked the field on the first drive, I was, I was like, is he going to make this? I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, man. I mean, that, that would have just been the, the, 
another slap in the face there too. Like, because uh, you you know you move the ball all that way and then you miss because that's happened to us before. You do yeah, all the offense. Yeah, so we'll see, man. This game is home um, in an AT and T stadium, so you know. They don't, you know, that don't matter. Cowboys already proven they can't win at home. Yeah, they they, they really don't, bro. It, it's it's sad, you know. There there was a good showing by the the Bucks contingent there. You know, I, it was it was hard to differentiate. You know, it seemed like a 50-50 crowd with the Bucks. Like what the hell? So we'll see if Hooday Nation shows up. Uh, but you know, I'm interested to see Micah Parsons destroy. Lyle Collins, bro. <laughs> it's going to be a five to six sack game for Micah. Can't wait, bro, for that part. I mean, I, I, I that's one of the reasons I will definitely keep watching is for our boy Michael Parsons in the defense. These guys are balling out, man. Yeah. No, I, and shout out to Donovan Wilson for that interception. It didn't result in anything, but big shout mm-hmm. out to Donovan Wilson. Like the mentality to take the ball away. Yeah was still there knowing that your offense ain't going to score a point. So Dan Quinn's going to have these guys ready, but I just need the defense to fumble, recover, go get a touchdown, pick six, give me something here because I don't, I I honestly believe we're not going to pick up a first down against this Bengals defense. Yeah. You know, Collins was bad, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. He's terrible. The the Bengals defense, not offense, defense. Parsons is going to kill him, bro. He's going to fake an injury. You know how Collins is, bro. <laughs> he's going to get beat. He's going to come, he's going to come up, stand, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. I don't want any more of this ass whooping. No, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that. Am I breaking up or something? I'm agreeing with you on that. No, no I'm talking I'm, about our offense ain't going to be able to get a first down. That's what I'm talking about. I, I think you froze up there. I wasn't, I wasn't talking to you at all. I'm kind of I'm kind of reading the, uh, the chats here. Um but yeah, bro. We'll see what happens here, Mike. Do you have any closing thoughts before we end the show tonight? No, am I still froze? No, you're talking. Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking to. Guys, we, uh, we need we need super chat so we can get Mike onto fiber internet, bro. <laughs> I got fiber internet. T Mobile, uh, bro. That doesn't count, bro. I, I just gotta move my, my Wi-Fi router closer, is all it is. All right, here we go. So my closing thoughts here, guys. Listen, if I if my daughters are studying to do a school play and they don't know their lines two hours before the play, I'm not gonna go home, go home and not watch their play. Right? I'm gonna go watch their play and I'm gonna either let a laugh that they forgot their lines or I'm gonna cheer them on because they got their lines right. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with my Dallas Cowboys. We're gonna suck on offense. But guess what? I'm still going to watch them. <laughs> so um, I'm going to talk negative about them when negative talk needs to be had. I'm going to praise them when praise talk needs to be dealt with. But at the end of the day, it's still Cowboys. I waited six months to watch one game. Absolutely not. Um, I'm not using hotspots, Mario. Dang it. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so I'm still going to watch these Cowboys as miserable as it can be. No, and that's what it'll be. Yeah. No, I agree, Mike. Yeah. yeah. We're, and we're still going to come here and we're going to be doing the Frisco Report 
you know, uh, every week. We'll have videos every week. You know, it's not going to stop anything here. I mean, we've gone through these kinds of seasons before, guys. So, um, you know, I, I wish we could say that uh, we're, we're used to it. Maybe we are, which is which is kind of sad, but uh, we'll, we'll talk it out here, guys. We'll have everybody in the chat box talking about it, and uh, we do appreciate you guys showing up tonight, showing up. Make sure you guys pound that like button on your way out, and we'll see you next week, guys. And let, let's let's see if we can get a win and do something miraculous. At least tune in for the defense. Parsons, let's go, baby. <laughs> Later, everybody. Peace. <laughs> On one side, but that guy on the other side.